Chapters 5 through 8 of the Gospel According to Mark from the American Bible Union's New Testament. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Chapters 5 through 8 of the Gospel According to Mark. Chapter 5 And they came to the other side of the sea into the country of the Gerasenes. And when he had come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling in the tombs. And no one could any longer bind him, not even with chains, because he had often been bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been torn asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces, and no one could tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the tombs, and in the mountains, crying out and cutting himself with stones. But seeing Jesus afar off, he ran and bowed down to him, and cried with a loud voice, and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God, do not torment me. For he said to him, Come forth, unclean spirit, out of the man. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he says to him, My name is Legion, because we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. And there was there by the mountain a great herd of swine feeding, and all the demons besought him, saying, Send us into the swine, that we may enter into them. And immediately Jesus gave them leave, and coming out, the unclean spirits entered into the swine, and the herd rushed down the steep into the sea, about two thousand, and were choked in the sea. And they who fed them fled, and reported it in the city and in the country. And they came to see what it was that was done, and they come to Jesus, and see him who was possessed with demons, sitting, clothed, and in his right mind, him who had the legion. And they were afraid. And they who saw it related to them how it befell him who was possessed with demons, and concerning the swine. And they began to beseech him to depart from their borders. And as he was entering into the ship, he that had been possessed with demons besought him that he might be with him. And he suffered him not, but says to him, Go into thy house to thy friends, and announce to them how great things the Lord has done for thee, and had compassion on thee. And he departed, and began to publish in the Decapolis how great things Jesus did for him, and all wondered. And Jesus, having passed over again in the ship to the other side, a great multitude was gathered to him, and he was by the sea. And there comes one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And seeing him, he fell at his feet, and besought him much, saying, my little daughter lies at the point of death. I pray thee come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed and live. And he went with him, and a great multitude was following him and thronging him. And a certain woman, who had a flow of blood twelve years, and had suffered much by many physicians, and spent all that she had, and was not at all benefited, but rather grew worse, hearing of Jesus, came in the crowd behind, and touched his garment. For she said, If I touch even his garments... I shall be made whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she perceived in her body that she was healed of that plague. And immediately Jesus, perceiving in himself that power had gone forth from him, turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done to her, came and fell down before him, and told him all the truth. And he said to her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace, and be healed of thy plague. 
While he was yet speaking, they come from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the teacher any further? And Jesus, overhearing the word that was spoken, says to the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no one to follow with him, save Peter and James, and John the brother of James. And they come to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and he sees a tumult, and those who wept and wailed greatly. And entering in, he says to them, Why do ye make a tumult and weep? The child is not dead, but is sleeping. And they laughed him to scorn. But he, putting them all out, takes the father of the child, and the mother, and those who were with him, and enters in where the child was. And taking the hand of the child, he says to her, Talitha, kumai, which is interpreted, Damsel, I say to thee, Arise. And straightway the damsel arose, and walked, for she was of the age of twelve years. And they were astonished with a great astonishment, and he charged them strictly that no one should know this, and he commanded that something should be given her to eat. Chapter 6 And he went out from thence, and came into his own country, and his disciples follow him. And when the Sabbath was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing were astonished, saying, from whence has this man these things? And what is the wisdom which is given him, and such miracles wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and brother of James, and Joses, and Judas, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. And Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, and among his own kindred, and in his own house." and he was not able to do any miracle there, save that he laid his hands on a few sick and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief, and he went about the surrounding villages, teaching. And he called to him the twelve, and began to send them forth by two and two, and gave them authority over the unclean spirits, and commanded them that they should take nothing for the way, save a staff only, no bread, no bag, no money in their girdle, but that they be shod with sandals, and put not on two coats. And he said to them, Wherever ye enter into a house, there abide till ye depart from thence. And whatever place shall not receive you nor hear you when ye depart thence, shake off the dust under your feet for a testimony to them. And they went out and preached that men should repent. And they cast out many demons, and anointed with oil many that were sick, and healed them. And the king Herod heard of it, for his name was spread abroad, and he said, John the Immerser is risen from the dead, and therefore do these powers work in him. Others said, It is Elijah, and others said, It is a prophet like any one of the prophets. But Herod, hearing of it, said, John, whom I beheaded, is risen from the dead. For he, Herod, sent forth and laid hold of John, and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias, the wife of Philip, his brother, because he had married her. For John said to Herod, it is not lawful for thee to have thy brother's wife. And Herodias was angry with him, and desired to put him to death, and she could not. For Herod feared John, knowing that he was a just and holy man, and he observed him, and hearing him did many things, and heard him gladly. And a convenient day having come, when Herod on his birthday made a supper for his nobles, and for the chief captains, and the first men of Galilee, and the daughter of Herodias having come in and danced, it pleased Herod and those reclining at table with him, and the king said to the damsel, Ask of me whatever thou wilt, and I will give it to thee. And he swore to her, Whatever thou shalt ask of me, I will give it thee, unto the half of my kingdom. 
And she, going out, said to her mother, What shall I ask? And she said, The head of John the Immerser. And straightway she came in with haste to the king and asked, saying, I will that immediately thou give me on a platter the head of John the Immerser. And the king became very sorrowful, but for the sake of his oath and of those reclining with him, he would not reject her. And immediately the king sent one of the guard, and commanded to bring his head. And he went and beheaded him in the prison, and brought his head on a platter, and gave it to the damsel. And the damsel gave it to her mother. And his disciples, hearing of it, came and took up his corpse, and laid it in a tomb. And the apostles gathered together unto Jesus, and they reported to him all things, both what they did and what they taught. And he said to them, Come ye yourselves apart into a desert place, and rest a while. For there were many coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they departed into a desert place by ship, privately. And they saw them departing, and many knew them, and ran together there on foot from all the cities, and came before them. And going forth he saw a great multitude, and had compassion on them, because they were as sheep having no shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. And the day being now far spent, his disciples come to him, and say, The place is desert, and the time is now far past. Dismiss them, that they may go away into the surrounding fields and villages, and buy themselves bread, for they have nothing to eat. He answering said to them, Give ye them to eat. And they say to him, Shall we go and buy two hundred denaries worth of bread, and give them to eat? He says to them, How many loaves have ye? Go and see. And when they knew, they say, Five, and two fishes. And he commanded them to make all lie down by companies on the green grass. And they lay down in ranks by hundreds and by fifties. And taking the five loaves and the two fishes, he looked up to heaven, and blessed and broke the loaves, and gave to the disciples to set before them. And the two fishes he divided among them all. And they all ate and were filled. And they took up fragments filling twelve baskets, and part of the fishes. And they who ate of the loaves were five thousand men. And straightway he constrained his disciples to enter into the ship, and to go before to the other side of Bethsaida, while he dismissed the multitude. And having taken leave of them, he went away into the mountain to pray. And when evening was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea, and he was alone on the land. And he saw them distressed in rowing, for the wind was contrary to them. And about the fourth watch of the night he comes to them, walking on the sea, and would have passed by them. And they, seeing him walking on the sea, supposed it was a spectre, and cried out, for all saw him and were troubled. And immediately he talked with them, and says to them, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And he went up to them into the ship, and the wind ceased. And they were sore amazed in themselves beyond measure, and wondered, for they considered not the loaves, for their heart was hardened. And passing over they came to the land of Gennesaret, and anchored there. And when they had come out of the ship, immediately recognizing him, they ran through all that region, and began to carry about on beds those who were sick, where they heard he was. And wherever he entered, into villages or cities or fields, they laid the sick in the marketplaces, and besought him that they might touch, if it were but the fringe of his garment. And as many as touched him were made whole. Chapter 7 and there come together to him the Pharisees and certain of the scribes who came from Jerusalem. And seeing some of his disciples eating bread with defiled, that is, unwashen hands, they found fault. For the Pharisees and all the Jews, except they carefully wash their hands, do not eat, holding the tradition of the elders. 
and coming from the market, except they immerse themselves, they do not eat, and there are many other things which they received to hold, immersions of cups and pots and brazen vessels and couches. And the Pharisees and the scribes ask him, Why do not thy disciples walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat bread with defiled hands? And he said to them, Well did Isaiah prophesy concerning you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines commandments of men. For laying aside the commandment of God, ye hold the tradition of men, immersions of pots and cups, and many other such things ye do. And he said to them, Well do ye reject the commandment of God, that ye may keep your own tradition. For Moses said, Honor thy father and thy mother, and he that curses father or mother, let him surely die. But ye say, If a man say to his father or his mother, It is Corban, that is, a gift, Whatever thou mightest be profited with from me, and ye suffer him no more to do aught for his father or his mother, annulling the word of God by your tradition which ye handed down, and many such things ye do. And again calling to him the multitude, he said to them, Hearken to me, every one, and understand. There is nothing from without a man that entering into him can defile him. But the things that come out of him, these are they that defile the man. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. And when he entered into the house from the multitude, his disciples asked him concerning the parable. And he says to them, Are ye so without understanding also? Do ye not perceive that whatever from without enters into the man cannot defile him? Because it enters not into his heart, but into the belly, and goes out into the drain, cleansing all food. And he said, That which comes out of the man, that defiles the man. For from within, out of the heart of men, come forth evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, wantonness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come forth from within and defile the man. And rising up, he departed thence into the borders of Tyre and Sidon, and entering into a house, he desired that no one should know it, and he could not be hidden. For a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit, hearing of him, came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation, and she besought him that he would cast out the demon from her daughter. And he said to her, Let the children first be filled, for it is not good to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. And she answered and said to him, Yea, Lord, for the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. And he said to her, For this saying go thy way, the demon has gone out of thy daughter. And departing to her house, she found the little child laid on the bed, and the demon gone out. And again going forth out of the borders of Tyre, he came through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee, through the midst of the borders of Decapolis. And they bring to him one that was deaf, and had an impediment in his speech, and they beseech him to put his hand upon him. And taking him aside from the multitude, he put his fingers into his ears, and spitting, touched his tongue, and looking up to heaven, he sighed, and says to him, Ephphatha! that is, be opened. 
and straightway his ears were opened, and the bond of his tongue was loosed, and he spoke plainly. And he charged them that they should tell no one. But the more he charged them, the more abundantly they published it, and were beyond measure astonished, saying, He has done all things well. He makes both the deaf to hear and the dumb to speak. Chapter 8 in those days, there being a very great multitude, and they having nothing to eat, he called to him his disciples, and says to them, I have compassion on the multitude, because they continue with me now three days, and have nothing to eat. And if I dismiss them fasting to their own houses, they will faint by the way, and some of them have come from afar. And his disciples answered him, From whence will one be able to satisfy these men with bread, here in a wilderness? And he asked them, how many loaves have ye? And they said, Seven. And he commanded the multitude to lie down on the ground. And he took the seven loaves, and gave thanks, and broke, and gave to his disciples to set before them. And they set them before the multitude. And they had a few small fishes, and having blessed them, he commanded to set these also before them. And they ate, and were filled. And they took up of the fragments that were left seven baskets. And they were about four thousand. And he dismissed them. And straightway entering into the ship with his disciples, he came into the region of Dalmanutha. And the Pharisees came out and began to question with him, seeking of him a sign from heaven, tempting him. And sighing deeply in his spirit, he says, Why does this generation seek a sign? Verily I say to you, there shall no sign be given to this generation. And leaving them, he entered again into the ship and departed to the other side. And they forgot to take bread, and they had none in the ship with them except one loaf. And he charged them, saying, Take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have no bread. And Jesus, knowing it, says to them, Why reason ye because ye have no bread? Do ye not yet perceive nor understand? Have ye your heart yet hardened? Having eyes do ye not see, and having ears do ye not hear, and do ye not remember? When I broke the five loaves among the five thousand, how many baskets full of fragments did ye take up? They say to him, Twelve. And when the seven among the four thousand, how many baskets full of fragments did ye take up? And they said, Seven. And he said to them, How is it that ye do not understand? And they come to Bethsaida, and they bring to him a blind man, and beseech him to touch him. And taking the blind man by the hand, he led him forth out of the village. And spitting in his eyes, and putting his hands on him, he asked him if he beheld anything. And looking up, he said, I behold men, for I see them as trees walking. Then again he put his hands on his eyes, and he saw clearly, and he was restored, and saw all things distinctly. And he sent him away to his house, saying, Go not even into the village, nor tell it to any in the village. And Jesus went out and his disciples into the villages of Caesarea Philippi. And in the way he asked his disciples, saying to them, Who do men say that I am? And they answered him, saying, John the Immerser, and others Elijah, and others one of the prophets. And he asked them, But who do ye say that I am? And Peter answering says to him, Thou art the Christ. And he charged them that they should tell no one concerning him. 
And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things, and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. And he spoke that saying openly, and Peter, taking him aside, began to rebuke him. But he, turning about and seeing his disciples, rebuked Peter, saying, Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou thinkest not the things of God, but those of men. And calling to him the multitude, with his disciples, he said to them, Whoever desires to follow after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever will save his life shall lose it. But whoever shall lose his life for the sake of me and of the glad tidings shall save it. For what will it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? Or what shall a man give as an exchange for his soul? For whoever shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him will also the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. The end of chapters 5 through 8 of the Gospel according to Mark from the American Bible Union's New Testament. Recording by Mark Penfold.